College can be expensive, but saving now can help your students save later. Give your child's college savings a boost by registering for a chance at one of 25 $1,000 savings plan deposits for 6th through 12th graders. Sign up today at iowastudentloan.org slash register. Look for the Save Now, Save Later giveaway under the scholarships page. Log on and register today. That's iowastudentloan.org. America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You worked for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, done a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. Richie V, you're on the air with the nation. The nation. This is America with your host, Rich Valdez. What's up, America? I am Rich Valdez, your liberty-loving Latino amigo, and that's Valdez with an S. And we are right here in Midtown Manhattan bringing you everything that's going on. We're going to talk about Essential Andy Cuomo. We're going to talk with Pete Hegseth, and we're going to hear a little bit about what's going on with this Dominion voting stuff. What I want to get to first is talking about the holidays. Because a lot of people are flying for the Thanksgiving holiday. A lot of people are going to different places. And one of those things that I find most interesting when people are flying around is this fear of COVID. And there's so many different things that that people are kind of uh, taking into consideration. And there's a, a left-wing rag out there known as Slate, Slate.com. I don't really uh, frequent it much. But I was looking at a, a piece in there that said that ticket sales are obviously down like 40% for airline ticket sales. Uh, But compared with last year at this same time, they still think they're going to be running 15 more or 15% more flights than they were, you know, at this same time last, uh, last month. So there's definitely an uptick in travel despite us being, you know, down 40% from last year. So I think that's interesting. And, but I want to talk about Governor Cuomo. Interestingly, and I've mentioned this before, the guy is getting an Emmy for what I have labeled the Andy Cuomo podcast. That's right. Andy Cuomo from the Essential Andy Cuomo podcast. And of course, I call him Andy Cuomo because he is Andy Cuomo. And he would do these 11.30 a.m. coronavirus briefings every day as if it was a huge spectacle. It was not what I expected of a governor. It was more of what I expected of a, of a YouTuber or someone that would have, uh, you know, an audience and every day give this update and give an update about his mother, Matilda. And I'm sure she's a lovely woman. This is not a, a, a dig at her or anything like that. But the meatballs that his mother would make and, of course, the uh, you know, my brother and at the time he was quarantining, which we've discussed in the past. And this same Essential Andy Cuomo podcast is now getting an Emmy. And he gave an acceptance speech. And, you know, here's what he mentioned in his acceptance speech. He said, I wish... That it wasn't, you know, basically saying, I wish it wasn't under these circumstances. He tries to dig himself out from this. But what's interesting is he's overseen the massive carnage that has occurred on his watch. That all happened under Andrew Cuomo. He's the governor of the state with more people dead than any other state in the union. He's the governor in the state that they're talking about the surge and the spike. That's happening here. 
it's it's almost how he he tries to take credit when the number goes down, but when the number goes up, it's not his fault, right? And it, it's interesting because he has direct control over this. President Trump doesn't have direct control over any state because he's president. He can help with the response, but you can't say, "Oh, the numbers are up in Jersey." That's you, you know. And what's even worse, and we're going to get to Cuomo in a second, but what's even worse about this? I took a cab. And the cab driver, and you know, it's funny, I felt like telling him, you got the wrong guy, but I didn't want to get into a fight with him and I didn't want him to slow me down. So I just, you know, kind of kept it really neutral, really cool. But I really wanted to get into it. And I did tell him, well, listen, I disagree. But he said, oh, I heard one lady, she had the best one. This one was on MSNBC. And the lady said, my father died of COVID and the only pre-existing condition he had was Donald Trump. And I thought, got to be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But I told him, I said, well, I definitely can't agree with that. That doesn't even sound like it makes sense. But Essential Andy Cuomo from the Andy Cuomo podcast is accepting this Emmy Award for his response to coronavirus. Listen to this. I wish I could say that my daily COVID presentations were well choreographed, scripted, rehearsed, or reflected any of the talents that you advance. They didn't. They offered only one thing authentic truth and stability but sometimes that's enough yeah that's definitely enough if it wasn't over i was going to call for it to be over because i really can't take this guy and i don't mean to be disrespectful i'm not my my goal is to to take exception to his position on these issues not to him as a human being but really this is above and beyond the pale many including notable people like Janice Dean from the Fox News Channel. And speaking of the Fox News Channel, we're looking forward to having Pete Hegseth from uh, the Fox and Friends Weekend Edition with us in the next segment to talk about his new book. So keep it locked right here for that. But Janice Dean responded to this. And she and we talked about it earlier. I read the quote, but I want you to hear exactly what she said in her own words. Check this out. I wish he had begun his acceptance speech with, I'm sorry for your loss, something that we have never Mm -hmm. heard from this governor. And he continues his self-congratulatory tour, the icing on the cake, Emmy Awards. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just, it's... It's so insulting. I can't, there are no words for it. I've talked to so many families that are just, they're heartbroken that this governor does not accept any responsibility for, in some cases, his deadly leadership. Deadly decisions, deadly choices that were catastrophic, that cost people their lives, commingling sick people with healthy people, or at least convalescing people that were commingled with the most vulnerable people we have, the elderly. This, to me, horrible. Absolutely horrible. How could we combine the people that, quite frankly, I mean, if it's not an infant child in your family, a newborn child, it's it's the older people, it's the elderly in our families that we look forward to, that we care for because of their fragility, because of their age, that we, we have to look out for them. These are the people you've got to look out for, kids and seniors. And it... it is beyond crazy to me that Cuomo, and in his own words, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, he said that would be wrong. It would be crazy. It would be like taking a match to dry grass. You tell me, where's the wisdom in putting healthy people with sick people, Governor Cuomo? That's dead wrong. So keep it locked right here because you know what? We're going to be getting into what citizens in New Jersey had to say to Governor Phil Murphy in New Jersey. We're going to hear from Pete Hegseth and his brand new book. And we're going to talk a little bit about 
voting and the craziness that's going on with that. Keep it locked right there. You're listening to This is America. I'm Rich Valdez. This is America. All right, welcome back, America. Bienvenido. I am Rich Valdez. Valdez with an S, your liberty-loving Latino amigo. And I want to get into a little bit about what's going on with our soldiers. And who better to bring us up to speed than Pete Hegseth from the Fox News Channel, from Fox News, from, excuse me, from Fox and Friends Weekends, and his new book. Pete Hegseth, welcome to the program. Hey, Rich. Thanks so much for having me and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, brother. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Thanks for your service and everything that you're doing. So we spoke yesterday a little bit at night when we were uh, I was um, in the studio in the control room for The Great One. I heard about your book and I said, man, I didn't even know about it. So shame on me for not knowing. But I want to do what I can to let others know about the book because I thought the interview that you guys did was terrific. And I want our listeners to hear everything that went into the book Um and everything that you want people to get out of it, especially during Thanksgiving, where people have the time to go on Amazon.com and get a copy of the book, which comes out today. So tell us all about the book, Pete. Well, thank you, Rich. It, it's a passion project. You know, I, the, the, the men and women that I served alongside for the last 20 years uh, fighting overseas are the real 1% of America. You know, we talk about elites and one percenters, and that gets thrown around. It's all garbage compared to what these warriors have truly done to step up and fight for our freedom because they love our country, but they love their brothers that they serve with as well. And, you know, on Fox and Friends, we often get a chance to interview amazing people. That's like these people and you get three and a half, four minutes. And it's a great segment, but it doesn't do it justice to the story. So I started a program on Fox Nation called Modern Warriors where we get, you know, a group of vets in a room, you know, get relaxed, have a couple of beers just throw some topics out there and pretty soon they're, they're telling the real story the bullets are flying. They're in the helicopter on the way to hit an Al Qaeda target, the, the fear, the anxiety, the pain, um, the challenges, the, the triumphs, uh, the courage, the heroism, the reality of what modern combat really is uh, pours through in their stories. And vets don't really mostly, they don't like to talk to reporters or folks like that, but when they get comfortable with their peers uh, you get a true glimpse into the human side of who they are. And that's what I try to do with Modern Warriors. Most of it are the warriors in their own words, talking about um, their experiences. You're right there with them. It was a humbling experience to write it. The toughest part was choosing 15. Uh, ultimately, we did a cross-section of Green Berets and Army Rangers and Navy SEALs and snipers and mar- bomb technicians and Marines and pilots. So you get a little bit of everything. Uh, and and, and a, a huge flavor of the wars and then how they transitioned home. A lot of these guys are now leaders back in America. How did they make that transition, which is never easy? Yeah. And you know what I what I love about this is that you have your own stories. All of us have our own story. And, and it's a remarkable one at that. But you've also taken the time to bring in the stories of so many other people so that the rest of us who don't have that experience of what it's like to be on the front lines and to serve in that capacity, uh, to really get a, a taste for it and a real appreciation for it for those of us who don't have family members that, you know, you can hear from them. And I think this this work uh, that you've put together here really does that. There's a takeaway for everybody, military or non-military. You know, any patriot is going to love this book because it's a reminder of first principles. It's a reminder that we say freedom isn't free, but these guys actually lived it. Uh, and, And when you go overseas and you see how other people live, when you see the depravity, you see the poverty, you see the tyranny, uh, you see the, the lack of justice, the lack of equality, and then you come home, you truly appreciate and understand 
what America is. If you compare America to heaven, it's going to fail every time. You, you compare America to the rest of the world, and we cling to her and should be willing in our own lives, military or not military, to fight to stand up against the injustices and the tyranny and the sheer taking away of our rights that we see today. I hope this book motivates people because you're going to learn about perseverance. You're going to learn about preparation and planning. You, you plan to succeed. Um, how you how you adapt to failure. No no combat situation survives first contact with the enemy. How do you adjust? Um, and and then I hope people learn more about these warriors because they're all around you. Some of them share their stories. Some of them don't. Some of them are public. Some are private. But Knowing what makes them tick, I think, is helpful in helping them unleash their potential in the next chapter of their lives. And we're on with Pete Hegseth from the Fox News Channel. He's uh, the host of Fox and Friends Weekend. And Pete, I don't want to get off of this topic, but I want to kind of add to the topic with the American Crusade book that you wrote, because you talked in this book, you're saying, you know, you're talking about preparation and it's fantastic. But I think the reason we need to be prepared are things that you outlined in the other book, the threats that America faces, the threat to liberty, the threat to freedom as we know it. Um, Could you just touch on that just a little bit? Because I think far too often people really, you know, they hear it on the radio, they hear it on the news, but it's not top of mind. And I think keeping this top of mind awareness going is key to us succeeding in maintaining our republic. Oh, you're 100% right. Our our republic is under siege from all sides. And what I wrote about in in American Crusade is the fact that elections are one thing, and the 2020 election was critical, and we'll see how it plays out in the coming weeks. But ultimately, the left has captured our cultural institutions, our educational institutions. The fight for tyranny right now isn't about what I'm writing about in Modern Warriors, where we're sending you know highly trained warfighters to foreign battlefields. It's our own hometowns. It's our home states. Mm-hmm. It's our businesses. It's our schools. It's our churches. It's our First and Second Amendment rights. And every day that we sit on our hands or, or we cower is a day that some bureaucrat or some Elected official takes more and more power to make themselves powerful and citizens smaller. And so if you read Modern Warriors or you read American Crusade, the goal effectively of the two is the same, is to motivate people to find the places in their own lives where they can get in the arena, join the crusade, and become a warrior for America. And that's, hey, what are your kids learning in school? Your public school has ripped God out. They've ripped the Constitution out. They've ripped capitalism out. They've got gender nonsense all over. Are you doing anything about it? Are you are you looking for an alternative? Uh, are you calling out the school? Are they saying the Pledge of Allegiance? Because that's where the first line of defense against the leftist takeover, which has happened in our culture, in our institutions, in our universities, across the board. And we talk about this a little bit in Modern Warriors, political mm-hmm. correctness in the military, um, rules of engagement in the military. It seeps in everywhere. And until you're aware of it, you almost have to be woke. Thankfully, Donald Trump has (laughs) woken us a lot to this reality. It's time for us to step up like he has. You know, 100% right. Something that I've always said, or I've said as often as I can since he took office, is that that's the example that we kind of have to follow. The billionaire businessman, it doesn't matter that he's a billionaire, but it matters that he walked away from his Park Avenue penthouse and he took his supermodel wife and his family and said, I'm going to Washington. And he went to drain the swamp. He walked away from a good situation, which is uh, quite frankly what a lot of people are doing. And I feel like mm-hmm. you've pointed out, and I talk about it all the time, there's many battlefields, but the three main ones that I think we're facing constantly, the classroom, the government at every level, and the media at so many different levels, broadcast media, print media. And and I look at that and I say, you know, I look at you. 
right? So, for example, with your career, you've done that in government, at least through military service. You've tackled that. You've done the right thing there. You've, you're trying to do the right thing in media. And because these are constant battles, and I don't think everybody listening understands how intense the battles are in the media, in the government, the swamp, if you will. Uh, and again, at every level, I'm talking about your local town hall to to Congress. And of course, the classroom at every level. We're talking kindergarten where they're asking little boys and little girls, you know, when you grow up, do you want to marry a man or you want to marry a woman or college classroom where they're telling you what to believe and why America's so bad. Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site out on the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500, or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at woodhousebuickgmc.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC, we are professional grade. It's everywhere. It's, It's tyranny by a thousand cuts. And will we allow ourselves to keep sliding? Um, and, and if we don't learn from this president, who you you pointed out, was beholden to nobody. And that's what liberated Mm -hmm. him to go there and tell the truths no one wanted to hear. If we don't learn from the way he fights, um, then shame on us. Then we don't deserve uh, to keep our republic because he went in and stared down all of those institutions uh, in a a way that we'd never seen before. We'd be played by the left's rules more or less before. He called them out. He exposed them. He forced them out of their positions. I mean, that's Long story short, the most dangerous situation you can be in in the military, and some of the guys talk about it in the book, is an ambush. And if you're in a near ambush, the enemy's right on top of you. The only thing you can do is throw grenades and charge at the people shooting at you because you're so overwhelmed. Republicans in the past just sat in the kill zone and kind of played by the rules. Oh, the media, uh, you know, oh, we'll work with this. And it never worked. And we keep sliding left further and further. Donald Trump said, forget this. I'm going to throw the grenades and charge. And what it forced the left to do is expose themselves. They came out of the tall grass. They were always the leftists. We knew they were just the mask is off. And that's why you see the, 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 the incredible groundswell of resistance to this election outcome and the way it was, was rigged and fraudulently conducted on so many levels, because people are woke to the way the system is rigged against patriots. And, and so it's incumbent upon us to continue in every place in our lives where we can to stand up with courage uh, because the president's charted the course for us. Yeah, we're on with Pete Hegseth from the Fox News Channel. His book, Modern Warriors, Real Stories from Real Heroes, available today on Amazon.com and wherever fine books are sold. Make sure you get a copy. And Pete, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm going to give it back to you two minutes for a final word. We have... I, I, I loved what you said because the, to me, the election right now, what we're going through is the best exposition that Trump has pulled off to date. The president was masterful in this. He's truly allowing so many parts of our system that are flawed for people to see for themselves. Wow, this is not good. That doesn't make sense. How is it that you have more votes than people that are registered to vote? And all of these just nonsensical things that are happening. And uh, I, I, for one, I'm appreciative of, of his service to the country and for him pulling back the Iron Curtain so people can take a peek. Very much so. And it will be, you know, if the election doesn't go in his direction, it will be a part of his accomplishments and legacy, whether or not um, the media would ever acknowledge it, which, of course, they never will. Uh, And, you know, hey, he's he's he wouldn't be done. And he let's hope he's willing to run again. I mean, that's certainly how I feel about it. But it, it is it is a it is a moment where 
from stopping the counts in, in, in these cities. That doesn't happen. That's not how it works. That's third world stuff. Stopping the count in the middle of the night. You, you've known this count is coming for months. You were prepared for it, yet it stops. Now we don't check signatures. We massively push out ballots with no accountability as to what comes in and how they're accounted for. Uh, you can drive a truck through the fraud that can be executed. And it doesn't have to be everywhere. It just has to be in the right places at the right times that are Democrat-controlled strongholds. They took all the safeguards off the election. And if Republicans don't ferociously expose this, they will be subject to it in 2022 and 2024. And the ability for the left to refine their theft um, will, will know no bounds. And we will have even more trouble in the future getting races across the finish line. Thank you so much, Pete. You are a patriot. I appreciate you being here with us today. And up next, a little bit on what's going on here in New York City and across America, plus the crazy election. And of course, it's Thanksgiving. And you want to hear what's happening with Governor Murphy. Keep it locked right there. I'm Rich Valdez. This is America. This is America. Welcome back, America. I am Rich Valdez, and we were talking about all sorts of crazy things. We've got crazy governors getting harassed and harangued. Now, speaking of putting pressure on politicians, putting pressure on the governor, of course, we do that every day here, right? I think I like to at least critique him as my role as part of the vast right-wing conspiracy. I make sure that I let people know exactly how I feel when it comes to Andy Cuomo from the Andy Cuomo podcast, which he just won an Emmy for, as you know. But another governor that got an earful while he was out to dinner was Governor Phil Murphy. Now, many of you guys know that in addition to my work on the radio, I come from a political background. I was appointed to the administration of Governor Chris Christie, and I served in the state capitol. So I know a thing or two about New Jersey politics, and I know a thing or two about Trenton and how that lifestyle works. And I want to be on the record saying, I don't want anybody going out there harassing and haranguing people while they're out to dinner with their family. That's not the right way to do it. But at the same time, I can't say that I wasn't, I was like this. Yes. You know, I was, I was like, Hey, air high five to them for having the guts to speak their mind. Not my style, but people have to realize you are ruining people's lives. When a guy who wants to have a gym can't keep the gym open because all of a sudden it, it, it's a COVID frenzy. Everything is in the name of COVID. We're closing everything down. And of course, their argument is, but people are going to die. There's zero proof that people are dying from going to the gym. There's tons of proof that people are dying for being old and being in nursing homes. And who did that? That's right. Essential Andy Cuomo from the Essential Andy Cuomo podcast. Now, Essential Andy, I gave him the nickname because... He decided who's essential and who's not. And it's clear that as much as he says he cares about the seniors, he doesn't care about the seniors. He decided that they weren't essential. And we're going to get to him in a minute talking about seniors. But first, I want you to hear at how the residents in New Jersey, when they came across their governor, they didn't say, hey, governor, I want to shake your hand. Good job. No, they told him how they really felt. Listen to this. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, how you oh doing? Oh, my God, Murphy. You how you doing? Such a you're having you fun are. with your family. In the meantime, you're having uh, all kind of other bullshit going on. Sh- a little too drunk? No, no, I'm not drunk. As a matter of fact, well, can you put your mask on. Please? You can yourself. How's that? Well, I don't need a mask on. You know why I don't need a mask? Because there ain't nothing. Mind you, they don't have masks on either. You're right. Yes, you Trump likes. He likes my dad. Yeah, yeah. He do- no, he doesn't like oh, your face. So he. 
That's Governor Murphy's son. And he says, oh, I see your Trump, whatever. Guess who Trump likes? He likes my dad. Now, let's be honest here. I don't think Trump likes Murphy. Who could possibly like Murphy? Well, let me take it back. Murphy was in my driveway once. He was walking in the parade that came right in front of my house. And uh, my parents were around and he he stopped. This when he was running for office. And let me tell you, he is an affable guy. He's a really nice guy. Fun guy to talk to. However, however... When you look at these policies and the smugness that comes from his version of the Essential Andy Cuomo podcast, where he sits there with the health commissioner and uh, the rest of his cabinet and says, you know, oh, this is how we're going to shut down your gym and we're going to turn off your water if you try to open your gym and we're going to shut down your power. I mean, this is straight out of communist Cuba. And yet we're supposed to go, oh, my gosh, thank you, Phil Murphy. Thank you so much for shutting us down. Thank you for destroying our family's livelihood. Thank you. We appreciate that. Maybe if we're lucky, we can live off government assistance and you can be our daddy. You can be our provider. It's almost like that's what they want to hear. It's a godlike syndrome that so many progressive Democrats have. And this is why I, I don't have issues with Democrats, but I do have lots of issues with progressives. It's literally tearing America apart. If you want to see a chasm in America, it's driven by the progressives. Now, Essential Andy Cuomo, Essential Andy Cuomo from the Essential Andy Cuomo podcast. Here's what he had to say about senior citizens. Why don't we say this is a special Thanksgiving where it's actually uh, a deeper, more spiritual, uh, more principled Thanksgiving where we're really being thankful for this year and we're being thankful for the seniors who sacrificed so much, didn't get to see anyone. And if that's what you're thankful for and that's what you're honoring, then you're respectful in your behavior. Be alone physically, be connected spiritually. Yeah. And we heard a little bit of that earlier with his uh, be alone. Be alone is is his way of saying, oh, this is the best thing possible. This is the best thing ever. Right. This is him selling the idea. The best Thanksgiving you're going to have is the one you spend by yourself because you can be more spiritual. This is the way you want to spend Thanksgiving. This is straight up brainwashing. And guess what? As Bad as people want to say Republicans are, find me one that tries to brainwash you into thinking that you should spend Thanksgiving alone. You're not. You're going to be hard-pressed. What we're guilty of on the other side, radical libertarianism. Get out of my way. Get out of my pocket. Leave me alone. I don't want the government. That's not nearly as bad as, well, you should not be with your family. I'm going to be with my family. You're not going to be with your family. We're going to be spiritual. The guy's so full of crap, just like Murphy. If it wasn't for the fact that he ran around with all of these state troopers, I think New Yorkers would be doing the same thing, harassing and haranguing Phil Murphy and harassing and haranguing Andy Cuomo. Because you really cannot play this game where you're like, hey, don't have Thanksgiving. Meanwhile, here it is. I'm looking at it. New York Post, first page, David Dinkins, God rest his soul. You move on, page two, page three, and there it is. Fauci's taking shots at Andy Cuomo, and it goes on to the next story about good old Andy Cuomo inviting his mother and his kids, and we talked about that a couple hours ago, inviting them to dinner. So he's having Thanksgiving, but we can't have Thanksgiving. Now, with respect to the Fauci stuff, because we're on the topic I want you to hear what, what Fauci had to say, because apparently Fauci is taking shots at Essential Andy. Listen to this. The process really is a sound process. Hopefully I can appeal to them to say, yes, you can look at the data, but, but everybody should be looking at the data. There's nothing wrong with that. But trust the process because it's a sound process. Now, there's one more. I want you to hear the rest of it. I understand what the governors in question 
why they want to do that, even though I disagree with it. I would hope that if they do that, they do it in an expeditious manner that doesn't delay anything. Now, so I'm going to read you a little bit because it's an interesting article from Jackie Sallow in the New York Post. And before I get into that, the other day I, I posted an article from the New York Post and somebody writes back and says, oh, my gosh, well, how could you share something from the New York Post? And I think to myself, I think the same thing when you share something from the New York Times. But the, the interesting part was they were like, yeah, but the New York Times is a newspaper. And I'm thinking the New York Post is a newspaper. It's like one of the oldest in the country, like started by Alexander Hamilton. And they're like, yeah, but it's a tabloid. And I'm like. You realize when you talk about tabloid, you're talking about the format on how it's printed. It's printed in tabloid format. It's like not the National Enquirer. And they looked at me like I was on a different planet because unfortunately in this misinformation war that we're having, people are grossly misinformed and they think they're smarter than they really are. But all you've really got to do is just take a look at success measurements in life. You know, what have you achieved in life? Do you own a home? Do you own two? Do you have some money in the bank? Are you doing well? Is your family well? Are you healthy? Can you, you know, you just look at these metrics and more and more all you find is unhappy, angry people that focus on division in America, that focus on hating America. They don't see the good in anything. They only see the bad in everything. And they want to rely on the government for every last thing. So I should make money. I should pay taxes so that you can have free health care. That seems to be the, the way to go for so many progressives. It's a genius idea, I tell you, a genius idea. But anyway, let's go on to Fauci. So Dr. Anthony Fauci on Monday, and that's three days ago, calls on New York Governor Andy Cuomo to accept the COVID-19 vaccine once it's approved by the FDA, saying he doesn't agree that Cuomo or other state leaders should need to conduct their own in-house reviews before distributing the shot. And you know what? For one of the many times I disagree with Fauci, I'll agree with him on this. When was the last time they said, hey, we've discovered AIDS vaccine or antivirals for for people with HIV? Do you think that Andy Cuomo said, well, you know, we're going to have to do our own independent uh, checking it out, out. We're going to check it out. He didn't do any of that. He does that because he freaking hates the people that are suffering from COVID. He killed them in the nursing home and now he wants to kill them again by stalling a vaccine. And I hate to be so hyperbolic, but I mean, what else can you get from this? What else can you get that he's being extremely careful? The guy who oversaw more deaths in America than anybody else. And then he gets on TV and says, hey, things are going up. The rate's hitting 3% in New York. Newsflash, folks, the Democrats are in charge in New York. When these COVID rates spike, it's not like Trump did a parade through New York and we got COVID. Super spreader event. That's not the case. What's happening in New York is the lack of leadership. The disaster that is Bill El Bobo de Blasio and his colleague at the state level, Essential Andy Cuomo from the Essential Andy Cuomo podcast. These two guys, I would say single handedly, but I think I blame them both together, oversaw the massive carnage that we've seen in America. 33% of all deaths came from this state and they want to blame Trump. <laughs> I mean, it just it boggles the mind on how they can abdicate their leadership remove themselves from the equation, say, no, I had nothing to do with that. My health commissioner, you mean I'm in charge of health, public health in the city, not him? No, 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 no. Trump did it. Trump did it. So listen, they may think I'm stupid. I wasn't born yesterday. I happen to have born in the 70s. Sometimes I think people that were born after the 70s, you tell them, hey, my hair is blue. And they're like, but you're bald. But he said he had blue hair. Okay, he's got blue hair. That's not the case. People have to 
really adapt intellectual inquiry. We have to start thinking for ourselves, looking at the actual fact. Don't just believe it because it's in the newspaper. Check it out. Read it. The best part was the last CDC thing that I read. That last CDC thing said that 85% of the people in that study group that were testing positive for COVID wore a mask all or most of the day. So if you're getting COVID with a mask, and I'm not an anti-masker or an anti-vaxxer, but I'm just saying, look at the evidence that's there. Follow the science. If the scientists are telling you wearing a mask isn't doing it, it's not doing it. That doesn't mean throw it away. It just means be prudent. Maybe you got to wear the mask better. Maybe you have to create better training on masks. I don't know. I just leave that out there for you. It's true. These governors are out of control. Tyranny did not die with the revolution. It's still alive and well, and it's our job to affect the hearts and minds of everybody that we come in contact with and let them know how it really has to be. If we don't share the truth, who's going to share the truth with so many people who don't care or are too busy to read about our history, to know what America was really founded on? That's why I always say if you stand for nothing, you will fall for anything. That's Hamilton and Sir Edmund Burke. The only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good men, good people like you, men and women like you to do nothing. So stand up. Know something, read something, do something, because America is counting on you. Thanks for tuning in for this special Thanksgiving edition of This is America. Hasta la próxima. I'm Rich Valdez, and this is America. This is America. Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site, out in the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500. Or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC. We are professional grade.